Big Podcast. It's Build the Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. This is the podcast about growing your podcast, building a bigger audience, making an impact with that audience, making money with your podcast, spreading a message, having a podcast that if you miss an episode, people will be emailing you saying, where's that episode? People who actually care. How often does that happen? For a lot of podcasters, it never happens. We're going to fix that here. I'm David Hooper, bigpodcast.com is the website. This is the audio version of my weekly newsletter. It's called Big Podcast Insider. Everything is at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. You will hear that URL a lot, learning through repetition. That's what we're going to do here. Don't worry about finding everything that I'm talking about. Just go to newsletter.bigpodcast.com. It will be waiting for you. Here's what is in this episode. Meet the new year, same as the old year. A robot wrote this podcast summary and related article. 40 questions to ask yourself or ask guest. These eight decisions will make you a better podcaster. Your podcasting resolutions. We're in the new year. You got them, right? All right, we're going to talk about it. Podcasting could be in for a rocky 2023. I've also got some tools to share with you. One of them, the robot that's going to write your podcasting articles. Another, this is how to take advantage of YouTube, TikTok, using the content that you already have changing your podcast over into video format. And also, once you got this stuff, how do you get it on social media? Could you automate that? Yeah, you can. I'm gonna tell you how to do that. I do these episodes like an old school children's audiobook, meaning just sit back, relax. Let me read it for you. You can read along at newsletter.bigpodcast.com if you want to. And when I change stories, you will hear a sound like this. Got it? Let's go. Meet the new year, same as the old year. As podcast hosts, we're used to asking questions. But how many times do we ask ourselves questions? So many times I see somebody and he'll say, usually he, because it was guys who jumped in on this. There's some women too, though. And believe me, ladies, I don't know if you want to be guilty of this. (laughs) It'll be the guys that'll say, I've been podcasting since 2005. Okay, I have to just for the record. I'm not going to beat up on somebody for just being around here for a long time. Or I have done blank number of episodes. The last episode of Build a Big Podcast, that was 501. And I talked about lessons from the first 500 episodes. So look, I've been here for a while. This isn't the only podcast that I do. Probably, I don't know, 25, 2600 episodes is what I would imagine that I've done. Again, been here for a while. So I'm not beating up on somebody who's done a lot of episodes, whether it's in a short time or over a long period of time. But what you see most of the time is that podcasters get in ruts and we do the same episode again and again and again. And you can say, yeah, I've done 500 episodes, but have you? Is it closer to one episode that you've re-recorded 500 times? And there was a trend a few years back. (laughs) This must've been like working in a factory. (laughs) But you would have guys do a churn and burn a podcast every day, sometimes a couple every day. And they would ask the same exact questions. How did you get started? What's your website? What's success quote? Honestly, when I heard those, I thought the actual interview had been outsourced by other people. That happens all the time. And I'll drop some names here. Elwood Blues, Dan Aykroyd had a radio show, syndicated radio show. And he would ask the questions and a guest would answer. At least on the show itself, but how that show was produced, they would bring in somebody like me 
to go interview musicians. And they would take somebody like me out of it. They'd bring Dan in the studio. He'd re-ask the questions. They'd piece the thing together. And I can't say it was bad. A lot of people really liked that show. But for somebody who was aware of the give and take and the ebb and flow of conversation, you'd say, eh, it's a little odd. It's a little bit odd because Dan would never break in in the middle of anything. Nobody would ever laugh. It's like question, answer, question, answer. That seemed to be a trend in podcasting maybe, I don't know, 10 years ago. And sometimes you see a lot of people doing that. But even if you're not doing that, ask yourself, am I doing the same episode again and again and again? And this is why I call it meet the new year, same as the old year. Are you living the same year again and again and again? If we go back a year ago, did you say, oh, I want to do this this year and I'm going to have my podcast do this this year? Are you still working on it? Let's talk about you for a minute. These are seven questions that are a great way to review what happened to you last year, as well as plan for the year ahead. Depending on the format of your podcast, answering them or having listeners or guests answer them may make for a great episode. I've got all these linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com, so don't think that you need to write these down, but let's go over them. One, what did I change my mind on last year? Two, what created energy last year? Three, what drained energy last year? Four, who were the boat anchors in my life? <laughs> Let me explain what I think that means. I think that means who's keeping you from setting sail? Number five, what did I not do because of fear? Number six, what were my greatest hits and misses? Number seven, what did I learn last year? I mentioned this in the last episode of Big Podcast Insider. I'm working on a few projects this year that will help you to go big with your podcast. The first one is going to improve your hosting. I hope to launch that within the next week or so. I'm not sure if I'm going to make that deadline. Let's say the end of the month. If you're interested in that, keep subscribed. If you're not subscribed, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. That is how to do that. Everything that this is from newsletter.bigpodcast.com. You can also get the email version of the newsletter and I will update you there as well. I love these questions. I actually have not answered them. And you know what I think I'm going to do is come back with an episode where I answer these personally. I'm going to show you how I would do this as far as packaging an episode with these questions. Also, I think what I will do in addition to that is open up the phones or the equivalent of that in podcasting, do an asynchronous interview. And if you're interested in jumping in on this, I would love to do it. I will ask you these questions. You'll record your answer and we'll do a Dan Aykroyd thing. <laughs> you answer them ahead of time. I will come back and I'll say, what did you change your mind on this year? No, just kidding. But I do want to share these answers from the big podcast audience because I do think there's some value here. How can we all move forward together? How can we move podcasting forward together? But how can we move forward together as people, as spouses, brothers, sisters, fathers, sons, daughters, mothers, whatever your thing is, how can we move you forward in that? I want to help you out with that. All these questions linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com and I will have more information, including my answers to these questions on an upcoming episode. A robot wrote this podcast summary and related article. 
AI power tools, AI meaning artificial intelligence, they can be used to create episode notes for podcasts. These episode notes, they include summaries, key topics, important quotes. They can be used to create transcripts, which can make podcasts more accessible and searchable. I've been playing around with these tools for about a year or so. They've been around for a while. Only recently, though, have they really gotten into what we'll call long-form content. A year ago, six months ago, they might have been good for, let's say, an outline, bullet points, questions your audience might have, an episode title, something like that. Five, six words, they were fine. The longest thing that you're going to find that they could do well, let's say an opening paragraph for your blog post, an opening paragraph for your episode notes. They weren't doing long-form articles. I mentioned these guys last week because they're in the classified ad section, but I want to do something a little bit more in-depth because I think this is something that's really going to help you. It's called Swell AI. I was curious when I found these guys. They're advertising on Facebook. I think that's how I found them. It was an AI tool specifically for podcasters. And the way that it works is you upload your podcast, the audio, they transcribe it, which is pretty easy. That's happened for a while, right? Descript does that. Ask Eddie does that. That's pretty easy. I don't know if I'd call that artificial intelligence. Dragon used to be called Dragon Dictate. I used that 30 years ago. I was working for a quadriplegic guy in college. Dragon Dictate. Now, it's come a long way. I remember he was training this thing, and he would have to say, hello, hello. Hello. He'd have to say this series of training words like eight or 10 times, maybe more than that, where he could hear him from every angle, every piece of background noise, really learn his voice. Then what it would do, if you got lucky, when you said hello, which is a common word, it would know H-E-L-L-O. Anyway, 30 years later, this is what we're dealing with. You upload your audio, you can have multiple speakers, you don't need to train the thing, it already knows it. It can give you a pretty good transcript, let's say it's 90%, not bad. Then what Swell AI does, is it breaks that transcript down and what I'm talking about. Key topics, important quotes, summaries. I'm talking about summaries for social media, something for Twitter, for LinkedIn, but it will also give you a related article. It will also give you episode timestamps, a couple of versions. Those episode summaries I mentioned, it gives you several of those. It will give you episode titles, several episode titles to choose from. I've got the raw output linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I haven't touched this. You can listen to the episode that it was working from. You can see what it came up with. I think it's, I don't know, 1,800 words. It was a lot from about a 30-minute episode. I look at AI like a word processor or a compressor, EQ, what I'm running my voice through right now. It's just a tool. It's neutral. Some people love AI. Some people don't like it. But I think it's something for us to watch as podcasters, especially if you're looking to get your message out there. If nothing else, think of the accessibility. You've got people that maybe don't have great hearing, or maybe they're at work and meeting. <laughs> they can't listen to you, but they can read what you're talking about. I've talked before about having incarcerated people who have gotten my book. They will send me letters. You can send transcripts to those guys. It's a tool. Don't write it off. Get in and play around. You can actually sign up for an account and try it free. At best, I think you'll love it. At worst, you'll at least be able to participate in the discussion happening around these tools now. The link to the service, the link to the raw output, the article that it wrote for me, the highlights, the episode titles, the summaries, everything. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. 40 questions to ask yourself or ask guests. This is one that you're going to want to bookmark. I think it's a good way for you to remember the past year and where you were. 
But I also think there's some questions here that when modified can make for some interesting interviews. For example, what do you feel has been your biggest achievement? As podcasters who do interviews, we've all been in situations where a guest will completely shut down on us and uh, uh, you're trying to build rapport and, uh, uh, and they get nervous. And because of that, you get nervous. The other thing I run into doing this weekly syndicated show, we have to get an hour of content. We don't have the luxury of a podcast where we can do 20 minutes, we can do 80 minutes. We get at 54 minutes on the nose. And we're doing these week in and week out. And on these times, and it happens pretty often. I mean, it's not rare. Let's say it's, I don't know, 10, 20% maybe. Where I'll call my producer. I think, man, you know, I'm, I'm having a hard time getting the hook that I want for this guest. Here's what we've got. And here's where I think it's going to go, but I'm not really sure. And I've done the pre-interview and it's a punt. We're not really sure about the guest. We don't know if we can get the story that we want out of him. Anyway, I say that to say we all have situations like that. And we come up with something and honestly, it always works out. It does. But part of why it works out is because we are prepared. And it's nice to have something like this in your toolkit in the event that you're doing an interview You've got the guest across from you, or you've got the guest on the line. And like I said, the guest is nervous and you're nervous. Uh, pull these out just in case of emergency. Here's some questions that I think that might help you. What do you feel has been your biggest achievement? That's going to get a conversation started. What do you feel has been your biggest failure? What's the biggest hardship that you've faced? What are you really excited about? This one's huge for me. Because a lot of the people that I interview, and you may have this issue if you're dealing with somebody who has a huge body of work. And a lot of times, let's say I'm interviewing a musician, they've got a 30, 40 year career. And let's talk about the hits. Randy Bachman, BTO. Let's talk about taking care of business. And you know, he's been talking about that for 40 years. Oh God, I want to talk about the new stuff. That's an issue, right? So one of the things that I have to balance is talking about the stuff that listeners want to hear people talk about, but also talking about things that the guest is going to be excited about, bringing out that trust with the guests so we can have those deeper conversations. And this is a good question. What are you really excited about? What are you working on now? The guest doesn't always want to talk about the old stuff. Some of them are great about it because they know their place. They know what people want to hear. Others, they really want to talk about what's happening now. So that's a great one. What's the best blank you ever bought? I'd love to ask this for podcasters. What is the best piece of equipment that you have ever purchased for under $100? That's another one for me to add to that asynchronous interview that I've got for you. Think about that. You've got something that's under $100. Like, wow, that's cool. It's easily accessible to listeners. I'm curious about it. You're probably curious about what other podcasters have done. That's a great question. What's the best blank that you've ever bought? And then if you want to add a limitation on that. Another one, compared to this time last year, are you happier or sadder, thinner or fatter, richer or poorer? We've well, got a diet podcast, a health podcast. Where were you last year? Let's talk about that and talk about where you are now. What happened, man? And it doesn't always have to be, I lost a ton of weight, for example. If it's a fitness podcast, maybe you fell off the wagon. Well, last year, everything was going great. Wife divorced me, dog died, lost my job, went broke. Here I am, 300 pounds heavier. All right, that's a story. So don't think it always has to be one way. If somebody's not in the position that they were last year and they were in a better position last year, maybe, 
That's a story too. What do you wish you'd done more of? I love this question, putting it on a timeline, saying, hey, you were really big, Randy Bachman, in the 70s. What do you wish that you'd done more of? And let's flip that. What do you wish that you would have done less of? That's a great one for people with life and career behind them. Got that perspective, man. What do you wish that you had done less of? I'm not one for planning questions in advance. I've already talked about that on this episode. That is a great way to have a disconnect because you're not really listening to the answers that your guests are giving you. But I do like having these questions in mind, even thinking about the things that I'm talking about, the timeline, the better, the worse, the more, the less. Just thinking about those kind of questions, having that in the back of your mind, where you can bring them out at any time when things get a little bit slow, somebody's telling you a great story, and this was great, and this was great, and this was great, and this was great, and then boom, flip it. What wasn't so great during that time? That's where the real conversations kick in. That's going to get you a better interview. That's going to get you that listener loyalty and get people listening to you, not just listening to your podcast for the guests that you bring in. Anyway, I've got some great conversation starters, 40 of them. You might want to modify them. You can see my modifications at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. These eight decisions will make you a better podcaster. Go back in the feed to see what I'm talking about here. That's at bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I've got a four-part series on how Jay Klaus got his podcast on a major podcast network and also how you can do the same with your podcast. So I've seen and heard a lot from him lately. He just released a list of decisions to help creators make the most of the new year. And these are things that definitely apply to you and your podcasting. For one, get uncomfortably specific. And that could be the niche you're in. For example, this podcast, it's Build a Big Podcast. I'm not talking about building a big online presence or building a big presence. We're not talking about whatever pops up, whatever's hot, TikTok, YouTube, whatever. This is about podcasting, uncomfortably specific. And you can get uncomfortably specific within the questions that you ask as well. Number two, do fewer things so you can do them well. What are the things that you see from me? Or maybe I should say that you do not see from me. Speaking of YouTube, I'm not on YouTube. I mean, this audio podcast is on YouTube, but you don't see me trying to do video and trying to be a YouTuber or trying to be a TikToker. I do audio. That is podcasting. That is radio. Fewer things so you can do them well. And I will put my audio up against anybody's audio who is on YouTube or TikTok. My interviewing skills against anybody who is on YouTube or TikTok. Because that's what I focus on. Those guys, not so much. They're worried about looking good and filters and the background and lower thirds and the algorithm. Mm, no, who cares? Do fewer things so you can do them well. That's another one. Number three, get better every day. You've heard me talk about the sausage factory formula. I'm going to be talking about that a lot more this year. That is getting on the mic every single day, doing a podcast where you're reading, improvising, and thinking on your feet. The way I do that, random questions. Got a website with random questions, pull them up, read it, immediately answer it. No thinking. Because that's what being in an interview is like. Hey, Randy Backman, talk about the 70s. What would you do less of? He didn't have time to think about that. He's got to go for it. You got to be ready when a question like that comes up. So number three, get better every day. Number four, give actionable advice instead of just opinions. You're listening to this podcast right now, so let's use it as an example. I'm telling you exact questions that you can ask. I'm telling you why those questions will work. I'm telling you other methods of asking questions that will not work as well. 
actionable advice, not just saying, well, you know, I kind of like these kind of questions. You need to ask open-ended questions. Mm-mm. Let's get real specific. Something that you can do right now to engage your audience, build a bigger audience, because that's what this podcast is about. I know it. And everything that I'm talking about here, that is in service of that. Building a bigger audience for you, growing your audience. This is a marketing podcast. This is not about tech. This is about growing an audience. And for me to help you do that, I want to give you something that's actionable, not just opinions. Number five, advocate for yourself and your work. You got advertisers, sponsors. Advocate, man. Advocate. Don't let people lowball you. These sponsors come in. Well, you know, it's a good deal for everybody. We'll give you an affiliate commission. No, man. You want me to pick up the thing? One of my favorites, and this happens all the time. I get pitches from guys that explain affiliate marketing, working on commission to me. Well, it's a good deal for everybody because then we can, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, I don't know if it's a good deal for everybody or not, because it sounds like you don't really believe in your product. Well, you don't want to pay me up front to mention that product to this audience. Sounds like the risk is all on me and none on you. Consider that if you're taking sponsors. Affiliate deals, the risk is on you. That relationship that you've got with your audience, you got somebody who's going to come in and only pay you based on performance. And I get that. I think performance is great. Certainly you want to perform, but your job is to show up. Your job is to let your audience know about a product. As far as the conversion and everything else, that's on them. Your job is to get people to that sponsor's offer. That is what the job of podcast advertising is. It is the sponsor's job to have an offer that your audience wants. So that was number five, advocate for yourself and your work. Don't let people drag you into their mess. Do not let people who do not deserve to be there be a guest on your podcast. Advocate for yourself. Number six, say no when your gut tells you to. If you're getting a bad feeling when somebody approaches you, hey man, I really want to be on that podcast. Hey, I want to be on it. No, 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 no. Not if you're getting a bad feeling about it. Say no when your gut tells you to. Seven, play a multiplayer game. I think what he means by this is it's not just about you. The way that podcasting works, and this is actionable, proven, bringing statistics in, not just opinion. Let's do a call back to that for a second. This is not just an opinion. The way that podcasting works, and you can look at your own list of podcasts that you are listening to, is that a listener who's listening to your podcast is also listening to other podcasts that are very similar. If I were to go into your podcast player right now, it is very likely that I'm going to find other podcasts about podcasting, possibly other podcasts about marketing podcasts. It's a multiplayer game. It is not just you. I benefit from those other podcasts on podcasting. They benefit from me because chances are you listening to this podcast, I was not the first person that you found talking about podcast marketing. And if I was, those guys are benefiting because you found me and maybe I mentioned them. And I'm benefiting by those other podcasts. Maybe they were the first ones you found, them mentioning me or them just talking about whatever it is that we talk about, podcast marketing. They make it viable. They let you know that it's an option. Then you start looking for more of it because you like it. They find me and they're also going to find you. It is a multiplayer game, as Jay says. Number eight, keep going even when it is hard. Show up. Apply pressure. That's all we can do. Sometimes you're going to get new people listening. Sometimes you're going to lose people listening. 
But if you keep showing up, it's like the stock market. Think about a stock market graph. Goes up, goes down, goes up, goes down, goes up. But over time, it goes up more than it goes down. I want to go back to one of these, number six, dwell on it just a second longer because we're going into the new year. And this is so important. Say no when your gut tells you to. I made a joke on the big podcast Instagram on January 1st. If you haven't seen this, by the way, I got a lot of podcasting humor. Big podcast one is the Instagram link. And it was a guy who had been partying the night before. (laughs) And it was talking about, hey, hope you didn't make any drunken mistakes last night. Like allowing somebody who shouldn't be on your podcast, a slot on your podcast. And I think most of us are that guy at one time or another. How many times have you said yes to an interview that you really didn't want to do? I'm not saying something you thought might be good. You took a chance on it. But something that you took on as a favor or because saying no would have been a little bit too uncomfortable for you. Stop that, man. This is a new year. This is the year where that stops. Do not have guests on your podcast that one, are not exciting to you or two, are not a great match for your audience. You don't have the time for that and your audience deserves better. I've got the list linked and also more on that subject at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Talk about your podcasting resolutions for a minute. I'm very curious what you want to do this year for your podcast. I got nothing to say about it. My resolution for you, already made one. (laughs) That's you saying no to guests that don't excite you. But I'm curious, what else are you going to do as far as a resolution for your podcast? I'd love for you to reach out to me via Twitter, via Mastodon, via bigpodcast.com. What is your podcasting resolution? Maybe that's another thing that I need to add to this asynchronous interview. I'll make a note of that. Your podcasting resolution, for now, if you just want to write it out to me, write it out. I'll retweet it. Boost it on Mastodon. If I get enough of them, I'll put together an episode. Your podcasting resolution, or if you want to, email me, bigpodcast.com. Podcasting could be in for a rocky 2023. So they say, growth is slowing, layoffs are coming. It's a real doom and gloom outlook, isn't it? I've been hearing podcasting is dead since I started podcasting. That was 2005. But podcasting never dies, man. We're still here. It just changes. That is the beautiful thing about podcasting. You get to choose whether you continue or not. Radio and television aren't like that. I've seen some criticism of Spotify for dropping shows. And people say, no, Spotify, you need to support podcasters. You should be helping them, giving them a platform. Not really. No, that's not the business of Spotify. And it doesn't keep you from doing that yourself. Podcasts can't get canceled except on Spotify. But even then, Those guys are just going to turn around and do their own podcast. It's not like you're on TV one day and you're not. Think about that. What if you were an actor, television actor specifically? There's only so much room on the tube, man. I mean, especially back in the day. If you're Eric Estrada, Officer Frank Poncherello, Chips, say you're fired, Frank Poncherello. What are you going to do? Wait to get picked up again, I guess. (laughs) That was it. You're either on TV or you're not. These days are such a middle ground. And with podcasting, I don't even know if I call it a middle ground. Maybe you're not on a network, but you just start your own podcast. It's a feed. And when I go to my podcast player and I search for your podcast or some network podcast, it doesn't matter. It still comes through my feed. I don't know. As long as the production there, as long as the content is there, the great guest, you are there. 
You don't need somebody else giving you permission to do your podcast. So keep going. Who cares if it's a rocky 2023? Keep going. People are still listening. None of your listeners gave up on podcasting because they said podcasting was in for a rocky 2023. That's just the big dumb money that we've seen invested in podcasting. Maybe that's gone, but you know, whatever. It's just like the stock market. It ebbs and flows. It goes up, it goes down. It goes up, it goes down. But eventually, it's more than it was. Overall, it is going up. More information on this, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Got some podcasting tools for you. Swell AI, I talked about it. I've got it linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. You can use it to automate your podcast episode summaries, time-stamped episode highlights, and long-form articles based on the content of your episode. As mentioned earlier, I've got everything that I did with it linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. You're going to see the long-form article that it made from a 30-minute podcast episode that I did. It is very, very cool. And I think it's going to work for you. You can try it free. Swellai.com is the URL. That's Swellai. More information at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Pictory automatically creates short, highly shareable, and branded videos from your long-form content with Pictory. This is another thing for you to do with that long-form content. You've got an episode that you've already recorded. Upload it to Pictory. It's going to make your social media videos for you. I was skeptical, man, but this AI thing, it's picking out the important stuff. It's got the transcripts. It's got the highlights. It puts in images. It puts in music if you want to. It is a very cool way to use YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram in conjunction with your podcast. It's called Pictory. I've got it linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. What do you do with all this content that you're creating? Well, Take advantage of social media. Get the word out there about it. Missing Letter can help you with that. It's an all-in-one promotion platform that turns podcasts into engaging social media posts and helps you solve distribution by finding the best influencers in your niche. They've got something called Curate. I use it all the time. I upload a new podcast episode. I put it into the system at Missing Letter and people who are talking about what I talk about send this stuff out for me. Because they're influencers. They want to look like they know what is going on. I am what is going on. And you can be what is going on too. I've got this linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. That's it. If you want more from me, make sure you are subscribed or follow. Is anybody using that? Follow? Follow me. It's like, come on. (laughs) Uh, I feel like a cult leader or something. Subscribe, follow, whatever you want to call it. URL is the same, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I've got three links for you. I've got an RSS link if you're going old school. I've got one for your iPhone, one for your Android. I've got a QR code that you can scan with your phone. It will put Build a Big Podcast on your phone. You can take me with you to the gym, in your car, wherever you go. I'm going to be there in your ear telling you how to build a bigger podcast. It's easy. It's quick. Take you about 15 seconds to make it happen. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. That will make sure you never miss an episode. I'm looking forward to going through this new year with you, man. We got some good stuff coming up. I know you do too. I want to hear all about it. So do reach out to me, Twitter, Mastodon, bigpodcast.com. Let me know what's going on. If you're on the list, I'm going to get you this asynchronous interview. Meet the new year, same as the old year. We're going to go through these questions. I want to know what you were doing to build a bigger podcast this year. We'll dive deep into that as we always do on every single episode. So do make sure you subscribe, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe, and I will see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.